Today I want to talk to us as we are right close to Thanksgiving and and what a worthy and notable reason to give thanks and how important it is in our lives that we have a lifestyle of giving thanks. And this is by no means designed to, uh, intended, you know what I mean, to indicate that you don't give thanks, but to to go ahead and uh, fortify and encourage and give insight of what the power of it. And so I'm entitling, I'm titling the message, Gratitude Needs a Voice. Gratitude Needs a Voice. If you put the passages up there, Andy. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Father, thank you this morning for the word. I pray that the table will be set, Father, and that the strength of your word will enter into our hearts and become manifest in greater ways from our lives. Lord, we give you thanks, we give you praise, in Jesus' name. Where are the nine? Where are the nine? I didn't ask that question. I just repeated what Jesus said. Where are the nine? You see, to be thankful is to be grateful for the gift. To give thanks is to acknowledge the giver. To praise is to prize. One, two, three, 
steps. Let me read that again. Say that again. To give thanks or to be thankful is to be grateful for the gift. To give thanks is to acknowledge the giver. And to praise is to prize. Hallelujah. Is it possible that most of our gratitude focuses on the gift? When in reality, our greatest gratitude gratitude should be toward the giver. The reason for that is, is because the giver wants us to know him. He has spent thousands of years through many channels and many vessels, many ways, and in order to get us acquainted with the giver. There is a gift, but there's also a giver. Now, the gift of God is eternal life through the giver. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. This morning, I want to just, if I can, bring to the forefront... A voice for your gratitude. You see, when we give thanks, it is an action. When we're thankful, it is a heart position. Both, of course, are valid. But in the scriptures that we read and through the instruction of the word, there is a forefront of give. Give. See, because Christianity does not call for vogue thanksgiving, or vague rather. (laughs) Well, we don't want that magazine. Vague thanksgiving to a vague God. No. It's a flow to God the Father, through God the Son, and from God the Holy Spirit. It is. Paul said, in everything give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. It's an amazing thing about living a life of thanksgiving. Whether in a crisis or not a crisis, thanksgiving is in order. You see, the enemy wants to shut off our praise 
in our thanksgiving. Because there is power in it. According to Psalms chapter 8 verse 2, it says, Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the face of the avenger. Dynamic power is a power that helps you to exercise power over darkness. Weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty. Through God, through the pulling down of the strongholds. Giving thanks, it's a reminder Everything is a gift from the Almighty God. James says that every good and perfect gift is from above. Hallelujah. When there is giving of thanks, it is an alignment of our hearts into right relationship with the giver of all gifts. When we give thanks, it opens the door for experience and joy. (coughs) Psalms 100 says, make a joyful shout to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. It is there in giving of thanks that we not only experience joy, but we also experience his presence. For God inhabits the praises of his people. It is the most enjoyable way to live. Yes, and the most powerful way to live. The neat thing about giving thanks, it begets joy, and joy begets thanksgiving. It is not to be the caboose that just follows what happens. It is to be the engine Thank the Lord of the train that makes things happen. Yes. Yes. It's very important for the victory in our lives that we get this right. Because in Deuteronomy 28, it shows us that the children of God missed the mark. What mark did they miss? The mark of joy and gladness. Deuteronomy 28, 47 and 48, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. I didn't say this, but God did. Therefore you shall serve your enemies. 
I don't want to serve my enemies. Amen. Now I realize it's only one piece of the puzzle, okay? But it is a piece of the puzzle. To make the picture complete, to make our lives, okay, you know, powerful and dynamic is that we are to serve with joy and gladness for the abundance of things that he has given. Now you remember the story in Luke chapter 17 in the cleansing of the 10 lepers and how that there was only one that returned to give thanks. But I am sure that the others were thankful as they looked and saw that their leprosy was gone. There was amazing, you know what I mean, gratitude for the gift. But only one went back to the giver. And Jesus asked the question. See, it's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom, but it's also the father's wish that you recognize the giver. Where are the nine? Don't you think he's saying something? They should have come also to thank the giver for the gift. Give the Lord a praise this morning, church. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you did such a beautiful job in worship this morning, all right? So, you know, I'm glad that it's a, it's a wonderful setting that we get to talk about this in. But we, we want to capture this. You know what I mean? They were thankful. But thankfulness needs to have a voice toward the giver. There's something about when we give thanks, it quickens the heart. It aligns perspective and it adjusts attitudes. It means getting it out of where it has started, which is in your heart, but don't let it stop there. Don't fall short of expressing it. That's what he's telling us. That's what the verses, you know, are trying to guide our life in. The devil wants to shortchange you by keeping your thankfulness caged in your heart rather than released 
To give thanks takes energy. We don't know the distance that they had made to see the priests. But once he discovered it, he recognized and realized that first and foremost, it's more important to go back and give thanks to the giver before it is to finish the instructions of the giver. Look at that, the level of that. Oh, thank you, Jesus. See, lips are made to express the overflow of the heart. It takes energy. It takes intentionality. In other words, you have to intentionally do it. It takes stopping what's happening and saying, yes, I received these gifts and I'm thankful, but I'm going to put an action into my thankfulness and go back from the gifts to the giver and acknowledge who gave them. I'll give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. The power, the dynamic of giving gratitude a voice. Of not just being grateful, but by saying, thank you to the giver. And everything, give thanks for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. It is a spiritual tool that frees us from stress and pressure. It keeps our lives clear of darkness, anxiety, and depressions. It improves relationship. Romans 1 and 21 says, When they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful. And what happens? They become futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. It will just illuminate. Yes. When you give gratitude a voice... There's an expansion and a capacity that enlarges in us and it just infuses a deeper level of living. (sighs) 
Yet, how can I put this? Many people pray, but fewer praise. All ten of them prayed. Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. They all prayed, but only one praised. So you don't stop praying, you just add praising. Praise. <laughs> Amen. It's called the voice of thanksgiving. And let me tell you that how this was developed in my in my own life. About a, I would say two, three months ago, you know how time flies, you know what I mean? You, you're not really sure, but two, three months ago, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, an earnest intercession. I mean, I'm not talking about one setting. I'm talking about, you know, I'm really, it's God has put something in there and I'm just interceding. I'm interceding for the church. I'm interceding for the people. You know what I mean? And, and that had been going on for some time. And then he finally comes to me and he says, you know what? You should start start praising. You should start praising. The strongholds will become pulled down as we praise. It is a it is a non carnal weapon. It is a spiritual weapon. David's life is a life to, you know, exemplify. David (laughs) is a life of praise. Give gratitude a voice. Amen? Hallelujah. Because when you give gratitude, Praise and a voice to gratitude that when the storms, waves get high, you are much more buoyant than if you do not. Giving thanks means leaving the moan zone to the blessing zone. Those are not cute little phrases. Those are really dynamic, really. It says in Numbers 21, it says that they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom, and the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food, no water, and our soul lost these worthless bread. Bread. 
They even got so they didn't appreciate the gift that they had been given. <laughs> These things were written for our, for our learning and our admonitioning so that we don't have to fall into them. Somebody had an experience and went through something so it could be recorded so that we could be wiser. <laughs> Amen? Absolutely. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When you give thanks, it spotlights all the good. It amplifies his presence and his promises. It does. It unleashes power in daily lives. I'm convinced that giving praise and, you know, giving, giving gratitude a voice, it will create earthquakes inside of you that will begin to shake the shackles that bind you and open doors that are shut and will make a way. That's what happened in Acts chapter 16. Paul and Silas were in jail when they started to praise, shackles fell off. Doors were opened. And in Peter's case, new ways were discovered. Oh, yes. It's not insignificant. It's not, it's okay not to. It's an antidote. It's a vaccine. Yes. It's the password into God's presence. Enter, it says, his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. That's why as believers, silence really is for one half hour in heaven. You don't have to practice much for that. But heaven's a loud place. It's an expression of place. You know what I mean? It is a, pray, it is a place of praise. 24 hours a day. Hallelujah. The four and 20 elders, you know what I mean? Representing the whole spectrum of believers from the Old Testament to the New Testament. You know what I mean? Constantly praising the Lord. It was praise that brought the glory down when Solomon had built the temple. Yeah. It's when the singers begin to praise that the glory 
filled the house. It filled the house. Praise not only empowers you, it unlocks his majesty in your soul. Who was it that said that when I kept silent, my health deteriorated? But when I gave praise, (coughs) being thankful and giving praise will keep bitterness at bay. It was David that said this, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you so disquieted with me? What's what's this posture that you're taking? He begins to talk to you and says, hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. Praise got him out of the dungeon of despair. Praise lifted his soul out of hopelessness. Praise changed his countenance. Happy are the people whose God is the Lord. Happy are the people. Praise takes what he has done to what he is. Am I making sense? It's not just about the gifts he gives you. The gifts simply are reflecting what he is. Hallelujah. We must not be more grateful for the gift than we are for the giver. I think they should harmonize. We should not be separated. Don't get me wrong. I believe that when our lips ring the words of praise, we become unshackled from emotional prisons that bind us in jail cells of hardened hearts. Scientifically, irrespective of the word, it says that praise is good for your health. Psychologically, Physically, scientifically, it's like a vaccination for the diseases. It is the tower of power for prayer. It's the tower of power for prayer.
Yes. And it sweetens your prayer life and enlightens your journey. If you've spent a little much time just thinking about it, you will, you will have discovered that. When you give gratitude a voice, it's like you're building a memorial to the things that God has done. <clears throat> Praise is like the vapors that rise to make clouds that give rain. It is the ascension of vapors that produce clouds that in return produce rain. And so as you praise, there will be clouds that contain blessing that gather over your life. Like a vapor. Not immediate, but... So praise is like watering your garden. It waters your garden. As my musicians and leaders come this morning, eventually your praise will activate an outpouring of God's blessing, favor, and provision in your life. Psalms 50, 23, whoso offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct to right, I will show the salvation of God. What's he saying? He's saying that praise has a vital part in the discovery for God's plan and the implementation of God's plan. We talked about the alabaster box in the anointing. Praise is like breaking the alabaster box. She was so grateful, so thankful that she went and took an action and broke it, anointed him. It's breaking open the alabaster box. You can't find a better reason to break the alabaster box than on the giver. 
Yes, I'm the giver. You break it. It shows gratitude. It communicates. Praise is an antidote to the harassment of Satan. It's an antidote to the poison and satanic oppressions. That You remember the story of David and Saul. And how Saul had so violated God that... God just withdrew himself and then there was an evil spirit that came and yet praise was even able to break that evil spirit I found David and he was a praiser he'd grab his harp because he was a singer, no doubt he sang too. And all of a sudden, that evil spirit that was tormenting Saul. And even was a judgment upon his life. What is he saying? Power of praise, but maybe you need to get somebody that praises in your life. To help you with your life. Praise. The psalmist said, waiteth for you. Waiteth for you in Zion. Oh, yes. You see, Satan is allergic to praise. That's why he wants to shut praise off. Don't say anything. Be quiet. The Lord's Prayer starts out with praise. Hallowed be thy name. Psalms 22 and 3. But you are holy, enthroned in the praises. It's a divine link. Church, praise. You stand with me this morning. So, in other words, in any way, as I said, I began to, he began to tell me, you know what I mean? He, now, it wasn't like I didn't have praise, but I was praying more than I was praising. <laughs> and then as that because he that's what he wanted I began to notice that it wasn't something that I had to just you know 
so vigorously try to do, it was what the Holy Spirit was endeavoring to do, and it was, began to just be there. And so then instead of just praying for something, I was praying for the same thing. I was taking a different approach to the same request. Just a different approach. I praised him. I praised him for this and praising him. Things that haven't even happened yet. Isn't that what prayer is? I mean, you're praying for things that haven't even happened yet. And they just came to praise him. Thank you for the things that... Thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a praise this morning. We got a song. We'll... Don't let the trap of tradition keep your praise in. Don't let the blossom of praise die in your heart. Water it with the voice of thanksgiving. Amen. As we sing today, praise the name of the Lord. Grateful. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You know, I guess what I'm saying, we can do better. Not that you're not, but we can do better. Now, it's so important, you know, because it helps you defeat the enemy that's within. And if you don't defeat the enemy that's within, you will struggle having victories on the outside. Yes. So it'll help you defeat the enemies that are within. It'll help you beat that bent that you may have in your personality, in your emotions. You know what I mean? Or those things that may have, you know, contributed to certain things that are hindering and hampering. You'll defeat it in side and the joy of the Lord will become your strength hallelujah amen go back and give thanks to the giver amen God bless you you're dismissed in Jesus name amen thank you Gordon.